Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast with Ehsan Komen, Head of Commodities, ESG and Emerging Markets Research EMEA. It's Friday 23rd February 2024 and in this week's podcast with Ehsan, we discuss ESG implications stemming from 2024's election bonanza. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Ahsan. Great to speak to you today. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Nazina. And you? I'm doing well as well. Thank you. So, Ahsan, 2024 marks the biggest election year in history. Can you outline for our listeners what the implications of this could signal for the ESG complex? So yes, Nazina, 2024 is the biggest election year in history. More than 75 countries, over 50% of the world's population that account for two-thirds of global GDP will hold national or major regional elections this year. And this will, in our view, slow policymaking. It may boost market volatility and critically could hinder energy transition investments. Now, the most important risks, in our view, are in Europe and the U.S., For the U.S., so in 2023, we saw the deployment of the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act and other large spending bills that brought hundreds of clean energy project announcements. Indeed, at least 186 major clean energy projects were announced, in fact, last year, totaling over $61 trillion in investment. In addition, the Biden administration continued to push towards its climate agenda, However, we are expecting a shift in the atmosphere around the climate action this year. Now, if re-elected, previous President Donald Trump would find it hard, in our view, to repeal the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, but he could reverse executive actions to enforce it, while a Republican legislator could impose new eligibility requirements or repeal investment vehicles. Now, Donald Trump could also face, of course, federal agencies' agendas to weaken policy enforcement as well. Now, Nizneen, turning to Europe, if the European Parliament sees the expected shift to the right in elections in June, it will likely become less of a green policy proponent in negotiations with the Council of the EU. Now, their ambition could also lessen, of course, due to the increased national level support for populism policies. Now, this is quite significant as the EU is a one of the, of course, boldest parties in global climate talks, and this year is crucial for the implementation of the bloc's Green Deal, requiring more detailed policies and regulations to be passed. Now, on implementation, we would say that the key to watch in 2024 will be how the EU acts to simplify its huge, complicated state funding machine. And we would advocate to watch for how the Strategic Technologies for Europe platform, that's the STEPS acronym, develops if state aid rules continue to be relaxed to support the objectives of the EU Net Zero Industry Act, alongside other initiatives to simplify the EU finance. Now, in contrast, balance elsewhere could improve the energy transition policy environment. In terms of the UK, the opposition Labour Party, which has a big lead at the moment in terms of most opinion polls, would implement more policies to spur climate action compared to the incumbent Conservatives who have rolled back or weakened green policy support 
over the last year. Turning to Latin America, in Mexico's presidential election set in June, the ruling party candidate Claudia Sheinbaum, who is leading in the polls, would likely advance renewable support, though, of course, improvements will likely be quite incremental. Now, a win by the leading opposition candidate Galvez would probably mean more extensive changes to promote private investment and nearshoring. Now, in terms of Asia, for China, we see a new phase for the national voluntary carbon markets. Indeed, the China's Ministry of Ecology and Environment released a draft voluntary greenhouse emissions reduction trading management approach recently. And with these new sets of rules for trading and activity registration, we do expect to see rising activity in 2024. Whilst on the other hand, the Chinese government has expressed its intention of expanding its national ETS coverage to other emissions intensive sectors, such as building materials. Now on India, the 2024 general elections hold major significance for climate action, our view. Indeed, last year, India used its G20 presidency to emerge as the collective voice of the global South and is likely in our view to continue this in 2024. Now we expect India to make progress towards its 500 gigawatt renewables energy target. Indeed, the Ministry of uh, Power estimates at over 80% of an increase in renewable energy investments in 2024, which will reach around 16.5 billion US dollars. And despite not formally backing the global decarbonization accelerator at COP28, India, in our view, is committed to advancing renewable energy and decarbonizing its economy. And finally, to conclude, Nazina, besides elections, of course, major emitters will hone domestic legislation and prepare for upcoming updates to the climate pledges. And in our view, it will take only one key developed market, say the EU, and one key emerging market, say Brazil, to bring about such peer pressure on raising ambition levels of climate pledges. Now, of course, on the other hand, if politics does go the other way this year, peer pressure could be reduced quite significantly. Thank you, Hassan. Speak to you again next time. Thanks, Nazina. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets research team.